Today's scripture reading is Psalm 111. Alleluia! I will thank you, Adonai, with all of my heart, in the meeting of the just and their assembly. Great are your works, to be pondered by all who love them. Majestic and glorious are your works, and your justice stands firm forever. You make us remember your wonders. You are compassion and love. You give food to those who revere you, keeping your covenant ever in mind. You reveal to your people the power of your actions by giving them the lands of the nations as their inheritance. The works of your hands are truth and justice, and all your precepts are sure, standing firm forever and ever, and carried out uprightly and faithfully. You have sent deliverance to your people and established your covenant forever. Your name is holy and awe-inspiring. Revenance for Adonai is the beginning of wisdom. Those who have it prove themselves wise. Your praise will last forever. This is the story of faith and faithful struggle. Thanks be to God. Hi, friends. It's Richard. If you are a musician, or an actor, or a painter, or a storyteller, or some other kind of artist, you might really dig the Psalms because they are so intimately um, connected with personal life, and society life, and creativity. I love the Psalms. <laughs> well, Psalm 111 is especially fancy. It's called an acrostic. Acrostic means that each line of the Psalm begins with a consecutive letter of the Hebrew alphabet. It's a particular art form, and I love that. Psalm 111 is a song of praise and gratitude to a God that is generous, who is said in this psalm to be full of honesty, giving us freedom and mercy and justice. The first line says, we are praising God with our whole hearts. And so this song is called Whole Heart, Hallelujah. This is a whole heart, hallelujah. I've got 
Everything's running over, running over. So this is our whole heart. Hallelujah. A never ending waterfall. Our whole heart. Hallelujah. Our cup is running over, running over. So this is our whole heart. Hallelujah. A never ending waterfall. Let us be in a spirit of prayer. Gracious and loving God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of each one of our hearts be acceptable to you, our rock and our redeemer. And may we, like Samuel, cry out and say, Speak, Lord, for we are listening. Amen. If God were our visiting lecturer, our guest pastor, I would use this psalm to introduce God. Psalm 111 is the resume that summarizes God's position, accomplishments, attributes. It even identifies a personal connection between the introducer and the guest speaker, which motivates a connection between God and the audience. And wouldn't we love to introduce God to the world? Isn't it our task to share the God who we know that lavishes us with grace and mercy? The divine love that never lets us go. I want my friends to know that love. I know we all want to share that peace and comfort with people who are hurting everywhere. Bible scholar Shauna Hannon uses this great analogy of a psalm of this Psalm 111 as God's curriculum vitae, God's CV, because it includes a wide variety of accomplishments, ranging from establishing and keeping covenants in verse nine to providing food in verse five. God has even sent redemption to all of God's people. God shows people the power of mighty works in verse six, which have been described as great in verse two, full of majesty and honor in verse three, faithful and just in verse seven. These works have been studied and renowned. Not only are God's accomplishments impressive, but anyone who knows God, who has met the one who is gracious and merciful and ever mindful of the covenant, knows that God's name is holy and awesome. This combination of accomplishments and attributes are rare. In fact, the combination can be found nowhere else but in our God, the Lord, the one that we praise. Usually those with such a combination of attributes and accomplishment remain at arm's length, away from the masses, locked up in their lavish mansions or limousines, but not God. God connects with people and encourages a profound intimacy with those who are faithful and upright, as we read in verse 8. Those who respect the Lord will be understanding and wise. That is not to say that God only connects with those of us who are already faithful. God's provenient grace, God's yearning, is to connect with all of creation. And those of us who have begun to glimpse this truth and practice the goodness that forms us are beginning to understand. 
Intimacy with the divine is born of spiritual practices that foster our relationship with divine love. The singer of this psalm has felt and attested to this wonderful intimacy by giving thanks to the Lord with his whole heart. He puts his whole self on the line in the midst of the congregation for this one God. The psalmist is not embarrassed. He does not hold back. He's like the sports fan that has painted not only his face, but his whole chest and belly to proudly show whose team he is on. That idea of giving one's whole self is sublime. One of my favorite illustrations of total and selfless giving is the widow who approaches the offering plate completely destitute with no coins or cash. And she steps into the plate, giving her whole self to God's service. That sentiment is also a line from my very favorite hymn, Christine Rossetti's Beautiful in the Bleak Midwinter. What can I give him, poor as I am? If I were a shepherd, I would bring a lamb. If I were a wise man, I would do my part. Yet what I can I give him? Give my heart, my whole heart, everything I am in divine love service to show the world there is hope. I do this without fear because I know God is steadfast. It says so right in our psalm today. God will be sticking around, not just stopping by for a temporary visit on a worldwide tour in order to broaden fame. God is on a worldwide tour for sure, but God's righteousness endures forever. God's precepts are established forever. That's verse 7. God commanded the covenant forever. That's verse 9. And God's praise endures forever. In this psalm, we are invited to revere and praise this one who is, after all, not simply a visiting lecturer, but our ever-present teacher. Can you see how no one else could receive such an introduction? The psalmist introduces us to God and we have an opportunity to introduce or reintroduce God to others to share that good news, that God is strong and present and loving. When we hear such an introduction, we are compelled to live lives that mirror God's incredible attributes of grace and mercy, helping those in need and working for justice in this world. It is only because our Lord is already gracious and merciful and just that we are at all capable ourselves of being gracious and merciful and just. Wouldn't it be something then if God were able to introduce us as those who have given our whole selves to giving thanks to God? As we read in verse one, shouting hallelujah. Those who have performed God's precepts 
with faithfulness and uprightness. And those who have a good understanding, wisdom, because we have revered the Lord with our whole heart. God is holding your life. This is our assurance for this new year as we enter this second month of this new year. These Psalms reassure us that God is yearning to be in intimate relationship with you and me, bestowing gifts of grace and mercy and justice, inviting you to share that good news through your actions, throughout your days. Thanks be to God for this indescribable gift. Amen. God is holding your life. God is holding your life. God is holding your life. We believe. God is holding your life. 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 We believe. God is holding your life. God is holding your life. God is holding your life. We believe. God is holding your life. God is holding your life. God is holding